going on, everybody? We're making progress. There's actually presence under the tree right now. We've got a little bit left to do, but we're getting it done. We've got a couple Christmas programs coming up this week. I'm sure everybody does. Some Christmas choir type stuff. So, anyway. Uh, hey, a big happy birthday to a good friend of ours, Linda. Her birthday is today. She turns 29 again. Can you believe it? I don't know how she keeps doing it, but good for her. Anyway, happy birthday, Linda. A couple show notes for you. We just sat down with Jason Krause from North Star Forge. Um, that one, I think what we're going to do is, I think we're going to make that our first full episode of 2024 and uh, go from there. We've got some other stuff in the hopper. It's just a matter of pinning down the dates, as always, and getting them done. So, all right, here's what we're going to do. The 12th Amendment. This one is a long one. So I'm going to read it to you without any background music. (laughs) Because it's just going to go forever. So here's what you got. The electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for president and vice president, one of whom at least shall not be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves. They shall name in their ballots one person voted for as president and in distinct ballots the person voted for as vice president. And they shall make distinct lists of all persons voted for as president and all persons voted for as vice president and the number of votes for each, which lists they shall sign and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of the government of the United States directed to the president of the Senate. The president of the Senate in the presence of the Senate and House representatives shall open all the certificates and the votes shall then be counted. The person having the greatest number of votes for president shall be the president. If such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed, and if no person have such majority, then from the persons having the highest number, not exceeding three on the list of those voted for as president, the House of Representatives shall choose immediately, by ballot, the president. But in choosing the president, the votes shall be taken by states. The representation from each state having one vote, a quorum for this purpose, shall consist of a member or members from two-thirds of the states. And a majority of all the states shall be necessary to a choice. The person having the greatest number of votes as vice president shall be the vice president. If such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed, and if no person have a majority, then from the two highest numbers on the list, the Senate shall choose the vice president. A quorum for the purpose shall consist of two-thirds of the whole number of senators and a majority 
of the whole number shall be necessary to a choice. But no person constitutionally ineligible to the office of president shall be eligible to that of vice president of the United States. Holy smokes, that's a mouthful. Let's take a minute. Okay, that was a ton of stuff. Here's what it says. All right, this is the one that everybody got up in arms about um, the, during the last election when Trump thought that the election was stolen and they weren't going to certify the votes and all this kind of stuff, right? Here's the deal with that. This happens at about every presidential election on some level, okay? So the fact that everybody blew a gasket about it this last time, it doesn't really matter. If you go back to the previous prior election before that, they blew a gasket on it. Here's what it means, and here's why the 12th Amendment came into play. Okay? So prior to 1804, when the 12th Amendment was ratified, it basically stipulates that each elector must cast distinct votes for president and vice president. You can't vote twice for a president, okay? Prior to 1804, you could actually end up with a president from one party and a vice president from the other, just as we did in 1796 when John Adams of the Federalist Party was elected president and Thomas Jefferson of the Democratic-Republican Party was voted as vice president. Wait, did I just say Democratic-Republican Party? There's an idea. All right. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys why the 12th Amendment came up. Like I said, I know it's a mouthful. Here, I'll leave you with this quote. The Constitution is not a document to restrain the people. It is an instrument for the people to restrain the government. Patrick Henry. Man, have a good week, everybody.